Welcome to the World School in Hub podcast. I'm Simona and I am your host, with my husband Romeo at the founders of the World School in Hub map, an interactive map where you can find and connect other homeschooling, world schooling families, wherever they are in the world. This is the World School in Hub podcast, where each week a homeschool or world schooling family tells us their story from every culture and background. If you do want to share your story, I'd love to hear from you. Today, our guest is Stephanie from the Netherlands, currently living in Portugal with her family, and I'm very looking forward to our conversation. Welcome to the World Schooling Podcast, and thank you so much for uh, being here with me. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure uh, discovering with this podcast, we are basically discovering all our uh, World Schooling family stories. Um, so I'm very excited to be speaking to you and, you know, find out what your story is. So um, you told me that you're um, currently living in Torre Vedras, right? Yes, near Torre Vedras. And it's, uh, I was looking up the map, it's near north of Lisbon. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but it's not where you're from, is it? No, I'm from the Netherlands. And uh, your family, you're all from, uh, your, your husband, you said he was from? Iran. Iran. Ah, okay. And you met in, um, in the Netherlands? Yes, we met in the Netherlands a long time ago. <laughs> oh, oh. So you've been, how long have you been together? 26, 20, uh, 27 years. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, I love, I love long, love stories. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, you together you told me you have two kids, right? Yes, we have two children. Yeah. And um, so tell me a bit about you and, you know, how come you uh, decided to work school? You know, how you said you've been doing it from the start, like you never sent your kids um, to school. And now it's been four years. Yes. So how did it all come about? Like, was it something that you already were thinking about it before your kids came or what, what was the... No, like homeschooling was for us uh, very foreign. I know uh, an aunt of mine, uh, she's the sister of my father. She lives in Canada and she was homeschooling, but they were a little bit weird. So we thought homeschoolers were weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, never thought about homeschooling. Always thought that uh, we will, I, I would be the mom on the, um, waiting for my kids to come out of school with the tea and like my mom did. And um but then uh, um, it took a long time before we got kids. So we were already married for 14 years before, before I got pregnant. Yes. So we were already a little bit, um, yeah, uh, further in our relationship. And we we're like, okay, uh, let's see. And then uh, I started reading a lot on the internet, on uh, some Facebook groups and some other groups. Um, uh, about breastfeeding, that was it. Yeah. It started with the breastfeeding, and then mm-hmm. a lot, lot of people were like long feeders, and from the long feeder group, they were uh, carrying their babies in the slings, and that was also foreign for me. So, yes. that, and then it was all before my daughter was born. I was pregnant, was just reading, and then I read a, 
those groups also about homeschooling in the Netherlands. So in the Netherlands, it's totally foreign. It's like it, no one knows that it existed also there. So it was like um, uh, total foreign for me. And I was like, okay, so but it, it opened a, a door for me. Then yeah. Yeah, my daughter was like two or yeah, two. We started looking for um, preschool because in the Netherlands, it starts at three. Okay. Before the, the, that's normally the, the, the time they go to preschool. Um, so uh, we were searching for schools, and um, but my daughter she didn't. We we uh, sent her to preschool like that's like two mornings, uh, only four hours, so uh, like eight hours a week. But she, yeah. she really didn't like it. She didn't want me to leave, crying, and um, and every time I brought her, I was like, oh. It's not. It was not a fun experience for both of us. So, yeah. it also um, in the in the time we also searched for uh, schools. Okay, what what we will do at four? They normally, uh, yeah. What 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 are we going to do? What school are we interested in? And then um, after visiting a few schools, we we're like, no, this is not it. No, this is not it. And then we found this um, democratic schools. Mm-hmm. So um, that was very interesting for us. So they, they, they it's like child-led. Um, only the democratic schools in the Netherlands are um, more built on uh, on the teenagers who don't fit in the in, in the already damaged of the school system, and the parents start a new school. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we were like, yeah, I don't want my four-year-old with this 15, 16 year olds who are. Uh, not liking the other school system so we were like no it's not a good uh, good place for our kids mm-hmm. and at the same time there happened a, a lot of things happened in our life it was like okay um i didn't have an, a job yet oh uh, my son was born at the time also mm-hmm. um I, I didn't have an income anymore um and uh, we were like, okay. And we were like, okay, we, w- we want to uh, travel the world. And my husband has a remote job. So, yeah. yeah. And we were like, okay, just shall we just try it? So, and it was uh, <laughs> out of whims, okay, let's try. And it was so. And then we chose uh, Portugal for a lot of reasons. Um, and then we got stuck a little bit <laughs> in Portugal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we, we, we did Portugal, Spain, Portugal, Spain, Croatia. So it's uh, it just started. I and mean, let's see how our small fam- uh, small and young family will do. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yeah, so you started. Well, that sounds uh, very, yeah, it's, like, it sounds like you just followed the flow. You know, you listen to yourself, you listen to your kids, your family, the need of your family. Um, it feels like you're very much in touch with, um, you know, who, um, how, what you felt at the time was right for you and your kids and your husband. So oh, that, it's a heart-led approach to me. <laughs> it's um, it's um, similar to my story, actually. You know, it's about the breastfeeding and uh, because I didn't want to... Uh, necessarily never thought about even breastfeeding I mean maybe but or even homeschooling it's an idea I read about it but I didn't know but when uh, my kids were born it was almost like a natural um, you know choice like it was never forced and it was you know as it really fits with our family the way we are and the way we we approach things so um, 
Yeah. Oh, your kids must be very happy that you homeschool them. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They don't know better. They, it's normal for them. So. Yes. 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 But you know the fact that you respect, um, you know, rather than going with what the norm is, you know, send the kids to school. I mean, I'm not saying the norm is bad because for some kids, exactly what works. You know, for some families, it works brilliant, and you know that's their choice. I respect that, but. Yeah, it's it's brilliant that you followed the needs you 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 felt what were the needs of you and your family, and follow it. You know, it goes it goes a bit against what most people do. No, not against, but it just differs. It just takes a different uh, path to what yeah. majority of people do. Yeah. Also, yeah. within the Netherlands, is you have the rule if you if you register your your, your child in a school, then you can't go can't homeschool but if you homeschool from the start you can do that and you also can put it from homeschooling back in school so we were like okay we can test it <laughs> and see how it goes and we can always go back so that's, that's an interesting an interesting point actually yeah. um because often this type of information people don't know mm. you know they don't know what choice to do and then they say oh maybe they will register first a child and then make a decision later but if um, it makes it more difficult to you know impossible i don't know exactly legislation that works there but then um, you know it's it's good to know for uh, others that you if you do homeschooling from the start then it's you know continue doing so yes and you said that you wanted to talk about getting out of the box and the mainstream and getting out of survival mode. Yes. Uh, what is that three you would like to uh, tell me about it? Like, what is it for you getting out of the box exactly? I think we touched a little bit from um, uh, the, the, the not, go, not sending your kids to school. That's also a bit of out of the box thinking of, oh, is it mm. possible? Can we do that? Uh, a lot of people... Um, are not aware of the and we were not aware I mean mm. we thought that we would uh, uh, raise our kids and, and as uh, uh, how my parents did and uh, yeah. the moment we we decided to, to travel the first time we just went for a month and then we came back it just and then we went for six weeks and then we went for four months so it's it, and, and slowly we noticed that that our mindset changed. Uh, like, uh, oh, you cannot send your kids to school. Oh, wow. And everyone was like, no, that's not possible. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things um, we question. So, okay, um, I, I'm raised a uh, Christian, very uh, strict in church. Yes. And um, yeah, I ha and after we left the uh, Netherlands, it was, everything was a question. Okay, what is faith? What's my religion? What is, um, uh, what is God? What is love? What is our marriage? Everything was a question. Everything was, um, uh, I never questioned anything. And now we, I, we start, both of us, my husband and me, we started questioning everything. Okay, what um, are the beliefs we have in, in, yeah. in our life? And, and, um because um this uh life we're living now is without uh people um uh, uh, taking our time okay uh people say hey it's my birthday can you come i have a very big family my husband has a very big family so we have 
two, three uh, birthdays every month, maybe more. And 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 we have friends who are, and and we have uh, yeah. It's just a lot of things ask your attention, and and we all love them. And but mm-hmm. you 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 are um, busy being busy and not really uh, thinking and being aware of okay, what where we do we want to go? Because when we we started traveling, we were like, oh wow, we really what did we do in the last ten years of our life? <laughs> it went so quickly, and 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 we were on on the point. Okay, but did we want to be here ten years ago? You know, it's like, <laughs> and, and that was a, a interesting. Uh, it, it is still an interesting quest on on asking questions about the the road we are going. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's like um, it's not only. A physical travel it's also spiritual and um, like soul searching um, way of uh, travel like it really changes you I agree that travel really changes you and um, not only you know you not only get to see other cultures speak to different people but actually transforms you from the inside it, it's uh, it's one of the things actually that I love most about traveling, you know, when you because you get to see a completely different uh, way, not completely different, but different ways of lives. That there are different ways to do things um, equally as well. You know, you you can be happy in your own home, at the same time, you see other people how they can be. Uh, living differently and equally as happy or different paradigms that you see in life and ways of behaving, ways of loving, you know, ways of being a family, ways of um, being a couple in relationship and parenting. It's, um, it's amazing how much the, your vision opens up. Um, when traveling i totally feel that you know a similar a similar um a similar thing to what you described it really does change you uh, and the more you do the more you want to do yeah you, yeah. Can't, you can't go back you know it's it's like you can't go back if, if the first the steps do you take is like no and I, I never can go back to a, to a um, to a house in, in a concrete area in, uh, and looking at my neighbors at 10 meters apart and uh, having a job, yes. <laughs> uh, an eight to five job. I never think about, uh, I never uh, can go back to that kind of life. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I do agree. It's a bit like uh, living in, um, how you call it, um, you know, like you just live for the either leave for the weekend you know you do work and you get into like a treadmill you know for the week and then you do the same things every day and you know one thing after the other quickly i mean of course there is a certain certain things that needs to be done you know certain work needs to be done but it's so much better when you can do it and have i don't know this month you i mean different people travel at different speed but if you do a month somewhere and then another couple of months somewhere else you got that choice you can visit new places meet new people and um, uh, it really brings a difference to your day-to-day life you know more exciting it gives that 
excitement, I think, also in your life. That uh, when you're always in one place with the same people and, um, you know, the same things to do, um, it's, you know, you kind of get a bit stuck into a routine um, and a habit, which sometimes don't even question because you've been doing for so long and it feels right doing it. So you keep doing it, but you miss out on so many other other options and things to do and see they're like, oh, wow. You know, when you do it, it's like, what was I doing for the last few years of my life, you know? So... Yeah, I noticed that uh, that even we are, because now with the COVID we are a little bit longer in some places, mm-hmm. and I noticed that the, um, what I'm working on now is like uh, I'm I'm automatically um, doing things because I think they are expected of me. Yeah, um, because we make we have friends and we have family where we are, and and. and I do things and I see because we are longer there. So you, you have a, like a pattern, your habits. <laughs> and then yeah. you do, you because you, you are in contact with them, you do things because you're expected to do this. And uh, and just being now uh, the last few months, I'm more aware of this. Oh, uh, am I doing this because I like this or because I want to do this or do I do this because it's it expected of me or I think they expect for me to do this. And um yeah because we are away and my family uh, expected us to keep them posted keep them updated being there every year yeah. or when they have a, um, a wedding anniversary or um, a big uh, birthday they they expected us to be there so yeah. now because we are already four years out uh, of the netherlands they now their expectations are um uh, are gone almost yeah. so, just happy to see you when they see you isn't it yeah i think and, and i think but but um we see it's like unconscious now i'm now we are longer here we have mm. friends and we say oh it, it's expected of me and then i we really need to be more aware of this okay am i is this really what i want or is it i think it's expected of me you know the, yeah oh that's a really good question you know that i think everybody could do be pondering this question because often we get so much taken into by you know by uh, social norm expectations and uh, even with our families that we love very much you know the extended family uh, cousins uncles and aunts especially in big families um you know people they might not do obviously they don't do this on uh, on purpose but mm-hmm. It's uh, really good to ponder this question. Is it, am I doing this because I'm satisfying someone else's expectations mm-hmm. or am I d- doing this because I really want to do this, you know? Like, for example, there's nothing wrong with going to, you know, your family. If you're there, go to all your family's birthdays and parties and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But because you really feel you want to do that, you know? But if it's, for example, four parties in a week, you might not want to do all of the four because you also need some time for yourself or some time for your family. Maybe you have other things to do. And um, maybe that week you've been really tired. You want to rest a little. So maybe you only go to two parties instead of four. And and it's important to check in with ourselves because it, our um, wellness comes first. and um, And it's important to 
you know, to be aligned with uh, what we want, uh, who we are, and rather than um, satisfying someone else's expectations, uh, for as much as we love them, uh, it, it's not, we don't do a favor to ourselves nor others, because if you don't really want to be there with some people, they'll feel it. And instead, it's so much better and, you know, to check in with yourself and feel it. Is this something I really want to do? And I think when you work school or travel and you, you have not more time, but you're more, um, you're checking with yourself more often. That's what I found. Like you, because you see new things and there is a different way of doing things, you start feeling, oh, do I, when you make a choice, it's a really, it's a proactive choice. Because you're uh, creating a path for yourself, for you and your family, it's thought through. It's, it, you ask yourself, is this aligned with who we are, with our values, with what we want to do as a family, as individuals, what we want for our kids, what we want for our couple? And, um, and I find it's, um, in some ways, it's more difficult because you carry your own path. You're not following like so uh, what other expectations are you know like you get married you have kids you send them to school you get a job monday to friday then the weekends you're off then during the week you meet with friends or you know you do things like um, everybody does them but it's like a, a path which is already somehow carved for you you know it's very easy to follow in this path um, and if it's for you, and I always f think, if it, that is for you, what you want to do, then it's good that you do it. But following some, you know, in someone else's path and not checking with yourself, that's a tricky part. Because if you, so that question, you know, that you just said is really, really important, you know, for people to think about it and ponder, because it leads to carving your own path. And it's so much better for you in the long run it might be difficult at times because you know it's not but difficulties are everywhere after all even if you you know you follow a normal job and you send your kids to school there are challenges in that so my, my choice for example for us uh, for us and uh, i feel often for when i speak to work school in families it's uh, you follow your own path and that feels so much better doesn't it i don't know what do you think? Yeah, it does. But I think, especially what, what I've learned the last four years is, is, is thinking about the long term. Because we thought when we started World School, it's like, wow, what, what if we do the last 10 years? And if you constantly um, react on all the, the, the uh, things that, that come uh, in front of you, like a oh, birthday, uh, somebody needs help here and there. In the long term, you, you will regret it. In the long term, after 10, 20 years, you say, okay, what did I do? I, 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 I answered all these people's uh, uh, time. And not, yeah. not working on what I want. And, and um, not only that, I think as a person, I noticed that my body is also um, against that. If, now, if I choose, or if I unconscious um, make a choice, I feel it in my body. It, last mm. week, I was doing something, and 
um, I got a nerve stuck in, in my back and I couldn't walk. And it was so painful. And then I was thinking, what, what was I doing? And, and what happened in, um, before? And I was like, oh, now I understand. I see that my even my body is like, hey, you're doing something that you, you think someone is ex expected from you, and but you, you don't like to do that. You know, you're doing it not because you love it, not because it's in you to do it. Yes. So it was. It's very interesting how it works. I think we 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 are not looking in the in the long term a, uh, a lot. Uh, we we, yes. we are doing. Uh, we uh, we see a fire. We we put the water on it, but we not and and uh, we think. Oh, we need to we need to react now now now. But yeah. we are world schooling now, so we are out of uh, everyone's um, first line of uh, of. Uh, <laughs> of a uh, fire department service yes. <laughs> <laughs> it helps because it says hey what do we want in 10 years and, and how can we uh, what can we do today uh, or not to do i think the most important things are what not to do <laughs> yes yes absolutely <laughs> yeah, to to be there uh, to to uh, reach that point and it's not set i mean uh, I, the family is like i get what my my daughter is now eight what, mm. what she wants to do today is different than what what she wants to do like in two years but um we we are like okay what what do we want for our family um in in, in big terms you know what what, what uh, we want them to be um uh, healthy adults when they are 16 17 18 you know it's like yeah yeah so how can we reach that uh, and what not to do today and what do what to do today in the long term and sometimes it's that's hard, especially me. I'm coming from a very uh, strict, uh, unaware, unconscious background uh, in uh, pleasing others. In in uh, don't mm -hmm. uh, uh, stick your head above the the field because everyone will see you. So don't do that. So if my my daughter, who is very uh, strong-willed, um, mm -hmm. wants to scream uh, or cry very loud in a in a playground, then in in the beginning i was like oh don't do that you know everyone's looking and now i'm i'm more in in tune with her because i know in the long run it's it's working for her when i'm reacting um uh, kind and and that all her emotions are okay but when i <laughs> when i was in the netherlands it was like no don't do that you know it's like the short-term uh, solution <laughs> yes yes, yes. It's a much more of a proactive approach to life, really. Like you carve your own path versus you create the reality you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like you create the life you want, and that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of um, awareness because it's something that you check on every day. You know, every day, uh, pretty much, you know, you, you do those small steps, those small proactive steps that will take you towards a bigger vision you have for you and your family for the future. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's for the long term. Like you really reconsider, you know, your needs, your family needs and uh, make it work together. And yes, it's challenging, but it's so, so much more rewarding. You know, I'm starting to see the benefits I mean, my daughter, the young, the older one is uh, nearly nine. And I can see, I mean, loads of people say, wow, your kids really, you know, how can they be aware of their emotions so young? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, because, you know, because it's something, because you spend time with them, you know, there's no special 
think is simply because you spend so much time with them, you're so much more aware. And everybody can do that. Like it's not, you know, because I have, um, you know, we have any special powers or attention. It's simply because we spend so much time with them and therefore you cannot not be aware of yourself. And it's just the, the lifestyle, I think, that leads you to bring a lot more awareness to you and your family, how you're working together, you know, what's going on, because you have the time to actually stop. And I mean, you're busy doing, you know, loads of different things. At the same time, you, you can carve that time that you need to reflect upon things because, um, you know, it's not that you just fall into a routine and you just follow, you know, uh, someone else's routine. You're actually doing your own. You're creating your own life and and i love that this, i think this is one of the most important the, one of the most the things that i love the most about work schooling actually you know what you're talking about and um, and it's uh because it's really proactive it's it comes from a place of uh from inside towards out you know like what do i feel what do i want what do we feel as a family what do we want as a family yeah, but also not expecting from uh, others to do it for us. You know, yeah, exactly. not the government who will take care of us when we're older. Not the um, uh, we we have to do it. We have to take the steps. No, no one is doing exactly. it. So it's not exactly. an easy, uh, easy road, and not everyone will do it or can do it. Yeah, that's fine. I do mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have very good friends who have school. You know, they send their kids to school and all of that. And they're, we're good friends because they respect my choices and I respect theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, the, they never said to me, oh, what you're doing? You know, otherwise it wouldn't be my friends. Yeah, <laughs> and those who did, they're no longer my friends because, you know, I, um, I have a certain idea of school, but I know at the same time, I don't like it. It doesn't work for us. At the same time, I know that for other people, other families works very well. Yeah, and yeah. I'm very happy for them, you know, because I can see that's where they want to be. Yeah. So um, that's fine. And mm. I think the importance here is really, you know, a point, a very important point that you brought up is really the proactiveness mm. that you have in life. You know, when you choose something that really respects your heart, you know, yes. it really follows your heart. And, mm. uh, you know, when I try to explain why... Um, I do what we do, what we do, what we do in our world school and whatnot. It's, uh, it's difficult to put it through uh, to some people, of course, uh, because they're like, they're so taken away, oh, learn maths and you need to learn science and you need to learn this. And if you don't know all of these things and all the books that they study in school, how will you ever get on in life? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking, yes, school teaches you all of these things, but there's not much space to develop your own idea what you want, you know? I mean, some school allow, but they are more the minority rather than majority, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy with our choice. And uh, I love speaking to people who um, you know, are on the similar path. That's why I, this, the idea for this podcast came so naturally because I love having conversation of this nature with people. And I thought it could be inspiring for others to to other people's stories you know whether they some people are just started some people are thinking about it some people have been doing it for many years some years so i think thank you you know 
for uh, taking the time to, you know, tell a little bit about you, what your thoughts are, because I think it's uh, so refreshing um, to, to speak to someone, you know, with this mindset. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just Thank love you. it. Thank <laughs> you. I felt very fortunate uh, to be on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to tell me about it? Or have you got any questions? Or... I, I should tell everyone, come to Portugal. It's an, an amazing country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, then um, I wish you all the best you know, in Portugal. And uh, I hope to meet you. you know, my husband and I are thinking about traveling to Europe. So... We'll get in touch if we think about coming to Portugal. I would love to meet you. I would love to meet everybody, really, um, because it's so nice to meet people who are on a similar path with you. And yeah, yes. So we'll speak soon. And yes. uh, yeah, in the meanwhile, have a great, great day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Big thanks to my guest Stephanie. To find out more about Stephanie, you can also find and contact her by the World Schooling Hub Map, our interactive map where you can find and connect with other homeschooling and schooling families from around the world. To get your family on the map so other families can find and contact you too, head to worldschoolinghub.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to sharing another family story with you next week. Feel free to share this episode with your other homeschooling friends. And you can share your thoughts on the comment section or on our website at worldschoolinghub.com slash podcast. If you want to share your story as a guest on a future episode, please get in touch via our website or at worldschoolinghub on Telegram or Messenger. Thank you and have a fun and exciting week.